Okay, we get it. You were a model on the covers of magazines and now you like to run fast and far. But why should we be listening to you? Great question. I'm actually surprised every time I see people tuning in to my silly little show. But on today's episode, we're gonna be talking about how to feel beautiful from the inside out. So this might be a wake up call or a call to action for radical self-acceptance. So stay tuned for a good show. But first, a quick announcement. Have you ever wanted to run with me in person? Do you live in New York City? Well, good news, you can. Head over to the link in the show notes to register for my community run that starts and ends at the Fix Studio on 23rd and 7th Avenue. We set out for an easy three-mile shuffle run. No pace is too slow. You're welcome to join. Just register and I'll see you there. Hey guys, thanks for coming back to the show. Earlier this week, I hit over 14,000 downloads of my podcast, which is pretty cool. So yeah, thanks for being a listener of my show. Today, I'm going to be talking about self-love. And I think this is important because the past few episodes, I've talked about relationships and love with others. So I might as well make it a little bit more reflective and talk about how you have to love yourself first before you can love anyone else. That's at least what I believe and what I've seen work in my own life, meaning when I've loved myself, that's made room for being able to love somebody else. But first, um, the reason I'm talking about this is because at this very moment, uh, midnight on February 6th, I am now 33 years old. I just had my birthday five minutes ago. My phone is blowing up because I have the kind of friends that will... Um, say happy birthday to me at midnight. My one friend, Justin, like, sent like a million texts just like, yeah, happy birthday, which I think is really sweet because it makes me think about when you're a kid and you stay up late to like till midnight to like say it's your birthday. I don't know. At least I did that. But um, yeah, so it's my birthday. And I was thinking while I was home tonight watching um, a bunch of random things. I kind of went down the rabbit hole of having a super Lucy Beatrix self-care night, meaning it's the one night this entire week that I've just binged on everything that I've been meaning to catch up on. I watched this movie called The Tinder Swindler, which was kind of scary. It was about this guy who kind of scams people on Tinder. And uh, he kind of actually looks a little bit like the this guy that I went on a date with um, yesterday. So I was like, oh, no, is this the same? OK, no, it's not. Thank God. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because I was like, he does kind of look like this person. Anyway, it's not the same person. But the the message of this movie was basically or this documentary was basically to beware um, scammers or people who try to like use you use vulnerable women um in the context of dating but then also like borrowing money from them and it's pretty pretty sad and dark so I had to cleanse my palate after I watched that and I settled for some Sailor Moon which is anime from like the 90s but there's something about Sailor Moon that is so um cleansing for me or I mean uh, um more calming because it just I don't know, like cartoons and like the colors. It just is very calming to my mind. And I think it's also maybe a little bit of nostalgia 
because um, I always liked Sailor Moon growing up. And I think I kind of look like Sailor Moon or I look a little bit like Sailor Venus. So it speaks to this. I feel like when I'm watching it, it's almost like I feel like it's um, I don't know. It like speaks to the inner child inside of me, like an innocent version of myself. And that kind of calms me, calms me a lot. That said, so the, tonight, you know, I was like watching movies and watching show anime cartoons and then like cleaning my room. And I really just went all in on the self-care. I ate my favorite snacks. Um, I, I baked a spaghetti squash and had that and just was enjoying me time. And it was kind of quiet around my apartment because my roommates were all out. And I thought, yeah, this is this is it. This is the most important thing is like after a crazy week where I was on set for a bunch of days this week shooting and I was working on this new article I the equal and opposite reaction of the hustle go 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 mode is to have like a complete chill relaxed day where I'm wearing sweatpants and my dad's t-shirt that says Polska on it and like not I'm just kind of like letting my freak flag fly or just being like super undone uh, I call it like the not cute Lucy or just like, you know, just me <laughs> like completely like raw. And the funny thing is that as I was kind of like, you know, hanging around my apartment like this, I, I was thinking about my birthday and aging and how when I was 23, I had this, you know, a decade ago, I'm tur- I turned 33, you know, today. So a decade ago, I had this concept of what age was and how what what age means as a model, because that's when I was in like the, the height of my career, 23 years old, 10 years ago. And it was so terrifying to me to have birthdays because it just meant that I was getting the clock is ticking and I'm getting closer and closer to getting old as a model and aging. And my self-worth is so wrapped up in like how how old I am or I look and I don't feel that way at all anymore. I'm so glad that I got over that and found other things to put my worth in because luckily with modeling, I, you know, learned a lot about business and having good work ethic and showing up to places on time and being reliable. But I also planted the seeds for other career endeavors. And I'm so glad that I did that because I don't, really care how it looks anymore. I don't really care, you know, if there are signs of aging or if I don't look like I should be on the cover of Elle magazine at this point in time. And I say that with a big sigh of relief. I'm like, thank God I don't have to, you know, wrap up my self-worth with how it looks. But that said, I, I don't dislike the way that I look, which I think is really awesome because back then when I was just a model, I would study my face in the mirror, study my body in the mirror and think, okay, is this going to keep serving me and keep me afloat? Is like my livelihood going to stay or like be able to support myself in New York City based on how I am looking right now? And that is no way to live. It's no way to live. It's terrible. And, you know, eating you, you every single thing you eat or every single thing that you do, um, you think about it in terms of how it is going to affect your appearance and how that's going to affect your rent. Because I never had the kind of body image um, issues 
that I hear so often about um, where people look in the mirror and they don't like the way they look or something. I just had to keep food on the table for myself or like keep a keep a roof over my head. And since modeling was the way that I knew how to do that, it got very tied up with how I looked. So obviously, you know, how I looked directly impacted my um, bank account. <laughs> so I think that's maybe where some distortion started. And I think that's because it was just so intertwined with making a living. But at the same time, being in that world attracted the kinds of people that place a lot of emphasis on that as well. So I found that like within relationships too, the kinds of people in and out of my life throughout my 20s were very concerned about looks and that's what they liked to talk about. And I found it very interesting in recent weeks because I spoke to somebody who I hadn't really talked to in a while um, and they right off the bat, I think they mentioned something about my looks and I was like, oh, whoa, weird, weird. You know, I was like, I was thinking like my looks, that's the last way that I want to be thought of. I'm I, like, I, I have so much going on in my life of like these articles that I'm writing or things that I'm producing and stuff. And so it just, sometimes it throws me off when I'm reminded of the old model, model Lucy, where it's just strictly down to. I look this way or that way. And I've mentioned before how even with racing and stuff or being in the being out there with my body, um, trying to fit a certain narrative as an athlete, like looking like an athlete, you know, that is a lot easier to me than the way it was when I was perceived as a model. But at the same time, I mean, people people still make body comments or whatever, and it is what it is. But I always go back to, I don't care what it looks like, it's what it's doing. So, you know, I don't care what my body looks like in space, as long as it's doing something cool, like running fast or telling a story or, um, I don't know, like being a vessel for something creative. And to me, that's, that's what I was put on this earth to do. And Anytime I'm doing something that I love, whether that's, you know, writing or making music or running fast or taking a walk around the city, I feel like my body is serving me. And that that's why I'm so grateful for it. So I think the first step to radical self-love is to think about what you can do with the things that you were given. Because not everybody was born in an able body. And so there, you know, it's important for me to acknowledge that. And I think it's 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 more about like what can you do and what can you create that you can then be grateful for that makes you respect the physical body, the physical vessel that you've been given. And that's truly how I think about it. And that's why when I see myself makeup lists in my blue lip blocking glasses and sweatpants and t-shirt with no bra in the mirror, I go, yeah. I'm Lucy Beatrix and I'm really fucking grateful to be here on this planet because I like to run fast and I like to write things. And so I just feel like uh, very fulfilled in that way. And I think that's maybe why I don't have uh, negative body image or negative um, visions on how I look. But at the same time, um, I also find a sense of freedom of not having anybody holding anything over my head of like having the pressures that I have to live up to. There's absolutely nobody in my life that I allow in my life 
um, after making some conscious decisions about who I let in that um, will I'll let them like give, you know, I don't let anyone in my life that will challenge my vision of myself or make me feel insecure. The second somebody mentions something that's, you know, not right, I either call them out if I know that they were mis- mistaking or like, you know, if it was maybe some kind of a slip up. Like one time my sweet friend told me something and I was like, yo, that was a nice compliment, I think, a nice compliment attempt, but I'd rather be seen for what I'm doing and not how it looks. And they quickly uh, corrected themselves and they're like, yeah, yeah, you're so right. I'm so sorry. But that said, the people who say things kind of with more of a malicious intent, if they talk about my body and maybe um, changes in it or something, like, for example, if I'm like in an off season and I'm not as, uh, I don't want to even use the description as like ripped because that just feels so not good. But like, you know, if I'm not as like in like fighting shape and somebody's like, whoa, like, you know, you're not as cut up or whatever. Those kinds of people can go F themselves, like in my in my mind, because like I just know that like your body's always changing there. It's malleable. There's so many phases we have in our lives. And think about it, you know, especially with women where when we go through we go through so many phases, like from puberty to, you know, possibly having a baby if that's in someone's path or um, or not having a baby and just the hormones and your, your body's just always changing. So for me, I kind of just respect it and see the different phases as things that are things to get excited about. Like I was thinking about how the day that I look him in the mirror and I'll see all these wrinkles or things that like, like gray hair, like, like lots of gray hair. Um, that's beautiful to me because it's just, you know, life and it's wisdom happening on my face or like just you know experiences just accumulating on the exterior um, to match the interior so yeah I mean that's the way I think of it and I think of time as this thing to be um, in awe of of what it means and I look back at all the experiences that I've had so far and I'm like man to think what it's going to be like 10 years from now like, 23-year-old Lucy didn't know what the hell she was doing. She sure as hell wasn't an athlete. But now looking ahead, I'm just thinking, man, oh, man, 43? That'll be pretty fun. And I can't even wait to know what happens to me when I turn 43. But, yeah, I think that the most important thing is to change how we look at ourselves or look at what might otherwise be seen as flaws and think turn it into something positive of what is my body doing for me that I can you know bow my head in gratitude for and so for me that's what I'm creating with this with this body and that yeah that's really what works for me on how to feel beautiful and then i think to radiate beauty is to just have that kind of mindset or demeanor but yeah happy birthday to me <laughs> it's, i'm 33 and i feel pretty good i actually have a really fun day planned um after i go to bed tonight and like wake up on my actual birthday even though it is my birthday right now um but Yeah, that's my tidbit. That's my mini-sode for today. Until next time, just be fast. Just win.